Welcome to the New England Take and WKXL 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, 101.9 FM Manchester, and nhtalkradio.com. I'm your host, AJ Kierstead. Be sure to stay tuned. This episode, we got uh, two very different groups of uh, segments on the show. First up, we're going to be speaking with the New Hampshire Insurance Department, continuing that series. But in the second segment, we're joined by Rachel Sotak, who's a graphic designer at RS Creative. So be sure to check out that. Uh, also check out nhtalkradio.com, where you'll find the New England Take listed at the top of the website. And you'll be able to check out last week's episode, which featured Steve Shagnon of Mallory Vice, which is a rock band in the area, as well as Chris Ryan, who's the host of New Hampshire Today on WGIR where we talked about the media and all the craziness that's been going on with that of late. But I'm excited this segment is a sponsored segment presented by the New Hampshire Insurance Department. The New Hampshire Insurance Department is committed to protecting the public good by ensuring a safe and competitive insurance marketplace. So when things go wrong, the New Hampshire Insurance Department is here to help. If you feel like you've been treated unfairly or have had a problem using your insurance, contact the Consumer Services Division. For more information with your questions or complaints, you can contact them at consumerservices at ins.nh.gov. That's at consumerservices at ins.nh.gov or call one 800 852-3416. This is a free service offered to all New Hampshire residents. This week we have a couple of new guests on the show. They are from the Property and Casualty Insurance Department over at the Insurance Department. Uh, i got James Fox, who's the Property and Casualty Director. How are you today? I'm good. Nice to meet you, AJ. And Emily Doherty, who's the Property and Casualty Legal Counsel. Welcome to the show. Thank you. All right, so just to start off with, before we dive into the meat of it, what are your roles specifically over there? Okay, uh, I'm the, the PNC director, um, so that's property casualty. Um, really, the, 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 what we call the house at the department is divided into the two parts. There's the, the LAH, life accident and health, so your health insurance, your life insurance, and then the PNC, which is much more your homeowner's insurance, your auto insurance, your professional liability insurance. So we're... we're we're that side of the house. We're, I guess, a third of the department. Uh, the other part, the other large segment of the department is the financial regulation, which makes sure, in essence, the, the insurance companies have enough money to pay claims, as one of the former commissioners used to always say. Um, and so I'm the PNC director, so I oversee the the, the PNC division. And then Emily is, uh, she's in the legal unit, but she's basically my lawyer, is how I would say she's the PNC attorney. Yeah, what's that look like, Emily? Um, I provide... Um, assistance to the property and casualty uh, division um, as needed and I'm a staff uh, attorney um, provide a supporting role. Is it more lawsuits or is it more uh, developing policy or a little bit of everything? Um, it's in terms of um, being a staff attorney in terms of our insurance regulatory role and providing assistance. Yeah, I, I think, you know, Emily wears a lot of different hats in a way because she, she is so when things come through the door here, she and, and there's a legal question. She she handles it in the first instance, and then it can go in a lot of different directions. It could go to maybe we need need legislation, maybe we need um, enforcement of an existing law. So her role here is, is one of the most important roles and pretty pivotal to what we do to make sure we're, we're heading in the right direction in terms of protecting consumers to the best of our ability. All right. So diving into some of the the specific work that you do and. Um, start off with the baseline. I mean, the, the big thing, especially if you're not from New Hampshire, you, you primarily think about auto insurance as a day-to-day thing that you need to have. You have your health insurance, you have your car insurance, you have your, your homeowner's insurance and such. But let's dive into auto insurance, which isn't mandatory in New Hampshire, correct? 
Right. That, that is the, the, the big distinction between New Hampshire and um, the rest of the country. And in the rest of the country, um, auto insurance is mandatory. So you're required to have it. Not everyone gets it, but you're supposed to get it. In New Hampshire, um, auto insurance uh, is not mandatory. Um, um, so the, the, really the way the New Hampshire system set up is the, the legislature set up a system where you're basically able to protect yourself. So when you get in your vehicle, even if someone hits you who's uninsured, your insurance um, is going to be able to protect you. A little bit of live free or die comes to mind. <laughs> but how does uh, how, how do people protect themselves if, the, if there isn't that uh, mechanism in place? Okay, so um, really, the, so the design of all insure all auto insurance policies are you have your liability coverage. So if you hit someone, uh, and then that that protect that basically will pay for you what you've you, what you've done, uh, and then it has physical damage, which is damage to your vehicle. Um, say that you just went off the road and hit a rock, then that would be that physical damage coverage would protect you. Um, and then there's med pay, which is if anyone's injured in your vehicle and they need some um, medical coverage quickly, as opposed to health insurance, which may take longer. Uh, and then the other thing, the other large thing is how you protect yourself is it's really twofold. One is you have uninsured motorist coverage. So, uh, and then the other thing you have is what we call the collision deductible waiver. So uninsured motorist coverage so if, if I get into an accident with you and you're at fault, AJ, and you don't, you don't have insurance, then my insurance company is going to um, provide the coverage that your insurance company would have if you had insurance. Um, so that's why one of the things we always like to say is it's really important when you get insurance. So some people, they tend to get lower rates and liability coverage. They think, well, I'm, I'm, I'm a great driver. I won't get into an accident. I don't need higher coverage. But you got to remember, if that person who hits you and, and, and you have a, a catastrophic injury, the coverage you're going to get is going to be most likely if they don't have insurance under your policy, because if people don't have insurance, they usually also don't have a lot of money. So the only coverage you're going to get is what you've put on your policy. So it's very important when you, when you choose your limits to, to choose limits that you feel comfortable are going to protect you in case someone hits you who doesn't have insurance. Now you did mention that. And I was like to tell us just like a cautionary tale to people who don't get insurance that insurance in New Hampshire is not mandatory. But if you're that person who hits someone and you don't have insurance, then the Department of Safety, um, they have financial responsibility laws. And what they'll do is um, it gets reported to them. And most likely you're going to lose your license uh, until you either pay the claim or settle with the insurance company that paid the claim. So it's almost like, yes, you don't have to have insurance in New Hampshire, but be very careful if you don't, because you could put yourself in a very bad position if you don't have the insurance coverage. Yeah, I mean, speaking of liability when it comes to the state, is they don't want to be held responsible for lawsuits. Like you didn't, you didn't require insurance in your state. Now we're going to come down on, we're going to be start suing New Hampshire or the or the municipality or something like that. I'd assume. Yeah, well, you know, the other thing is so. In terms of other other states, so another little thing, if so, in New Hampshire, we don't have we don't they don't require insurance because we've gotten this question sometimes. So if if I get in my car and I'm like I don't need insurance, I'm super safe, or I just can't afford it. But if I drive to Massachusetts and I get pulled over, they're going to ask in New Hampshire they ask for your license. In Massachusetts they say, um, I'm Connecticut, most states, you know, license and insurance card. And then if you don't have the insurance card, you'll get a ticket for not having the insurance card and not having insurance, and I get trouble for that. So again, if if you decide not to have insurance, you you better only be driving within the state of New Hampshire because you could get in trouble for just not having insurance in other states that people don't think of that all the time.
in day to day in New Hampshire, I mean, it's New Hampshire. There's a lot of woods. You're going to be going necessarily in areas that aren't uh, the most well kept roads necessarily. We have great roads here, but generally speaking, it, we do have weather. And then going off of that weather, we have winter and such. I mean, to not have insurance means you're also losing that. You're kind of putting yourself at risk with those conditions also. Yes, you're in New Hampshire, no matter how great of a drive you are, if you have to go out in bad weather, it can be difficult uh, to stay safe. And if, if you end to be the one that hits someone, that they're going to say that you're, you're the liable party. Now, the other little piece about the, the protection, though. So if 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 you um, have insurance and you have, say, a newer car, and so you have collision coverage, which is part of the physical damage. Also, the state um, will tell the uh, tells the insurance company they need to waive the deductible. Most people have a deductible of 500 or 1,000. So if you get hit by an uninsured motorist and they're identified and they're solely at fault, then the insurance company is supposed to uh, waive that deductible. So that's important for people to remember because that's a new, very specific New Hampshire law. And a lot of times these very specific New Hampshire laws can get missed by insurance companies. And you say, well, why is that? Well, the real reason is because we're only 0.4% of the market. So you think, oh, well, we're New Hampshire, we're a state, but we're really compared to like New York, California, or Florida, we're a very small part of the market. So they're writing policies and they're writing their procedures to apply in all 50 states. So they can miss some of our little quirky laws or different laws. And one of the things that's different uh, all the way through is this whole um, no mandatory insurance in New Hampshire. Now, on the upside of New Hampshire for consumers in, in um, auto coverage is that we don't have mandatory insurance, but we do have something called, which no one say has the take all comers law. So basically in personalized insurance, any insurance company in New Hampshire that you go to that writes here has to write you a policy. They can't say no. Um, they are allowed to have an agreement with another insurance company to, to basically partner with them if they don't want to write it. But in the first instance, when you go through the door uh, at an insurance agent, for personal auto um, or online for direct writer, they they must get give you the policy. So that uh, allows you to to insure yourself very quickly and, and then therefore be safe. So that that's something I think is really great for consumers in New Hampshire. And I will say um, the legislature has spent a lot of time developing this, our system in New Hampshire. And I think uh, it has worked really good. Even though we don't have mandatory insurance, we're usually uh, pretty high up in um consumers with insurance so we yeah what's that what do those numbers look like because um, it's that's important yeah we're we're always um in the top tier of, of in terms of people uh consumers having insurance and so you know because there is like you you can mandate something but if people don't go do it then it's it's a mandate you just have people driving around without insurance and then if say if you have a state with this mandatory insurance but then you also have a thing where you don't have the insurance companies don't have to write you so it could also be hard for them people to find insurance um, so I think New Hampshire, um, I, I think we've done a really good job in terms of, you know, our, our, our mission statement is to protect consumers. And I think in the area of auto, it, the, we've put a lot of time into developing this system and people are able to uh, protect themselves, um, in terms of liability to other people and ability to get insurance. And we have a very, um, vibrant market. I mean, people talk about, New Hampshire insurance market in terms of auto. And we have a ton of carriers in New Hampshire um, because I think they find it to be um, an easily understandable state to operate in. And I think even within that, we have a lot of consumer protections. I mean, we have a lot more of statutes and rules in auto than any other uh, PNC area. 
it, it seems very well thought out. I mean, the you you just assume when you you hear the headline of New Hampshire doesn't have car insurance requirement, anyone could just go out driving around and something horrible can happen. It's it's very well thought out. Has it always been that way from a regulatory perspective, or is this something that was uh, developed slowly over time to get to the state where it's at now? Um, you know, I've been at the department for ten years, and I was a coverage attorney for you know probably added all together 20 years and it's it's this has always been the process um so i I think it's it's um been a very long time that we've had this process i i don't think i can't remember we have ever having mandatory insurance law insurance coverage um but uh so i would say uh it's been this way a very long time and and I, i i you know we don't i don't we don't get complaints where um somebody was because we have, a, as you mentioned, the beginning, we have a consumer division and they're very important for us to contact. And one of the things, if you think something, I always say, I tell everybody from consumers to insurance companies, if you think something's not working well in the state, you should, you know, feel free to, you know, file what's called a complaint, uh, file a complaint with the department about something an insurance company is doing, then we'll look at it and we'll either help you negotiate with the insurance company in some instances or in other instances, if it isn't illegal now, we will looking to go into legislature to make it illegal because um, new things pop up all the time that we don't know about. So it's important for consumers to, to contact us. And this is any area, not just auto homeowners, any area to, and we will absolutely look into it. Cause a lot of the other thing that a lot of people don't always understand is insurance. Unlike any other, a lot of the other areas is regulated primarily by the States. Um, like in yeah. bank, all of the national banks are regulated by the federal government and in, in, in insurance, really the state is the, is the first and pretty much the last line of defense. So it's really important uh, to contact your insurance, the insurance department, if, if you think there's a problem um, with any area of insurance. And I think we're very easy to uh, talk to and get a hold of. We answer the phone. It's, it's not press one, press two. Um, we answer the phone directly and, and we will get you to whoever the best person is to answer your question, whether it's myself or Emily or anybody in the department. I think we usually get very high marks on the national grades in terms of being consumer friendly. Yeah, we. I always love bringing up um, cons- be your own advocate as much as possible. Uh, I'm sure Emily loves me putting that out there <laughs> as a lawyer. It, it's very important to be your own advocate as much as you can because like you said before, like the maybe your insurance provider is unsure of specific laws in New Hampshire that they have a certain level of coverage or things need to be handled a certain way, like with regards to the deductible. I mean, uh, what are some tips if you had something go on with your uh, car insurance and you don't know how to proceed? Well, I think, you know, so you know, going back to what you said, I think that um, the department and, you know, and, you know, we're obviously the executive branch, we're the enforcement branch, but we work very closely with the legislature on the whole issue of protection. But when we, when we put these laws together, it is a little bit in a vacuum because we don't have the, you know, there's like the, how it should work, how we think it works, and then how it actually does work. And, you know, we've had insurance. So don't always assume your insurer is right. If they say no to you, because we've had insurers call and say, Oh, well, thank you for telling us. We had no idea it worked that way. So they uh, don't want to get sued by the States in their interest right. to follow the law. <laughs> yeah, they want to, but even though we will like we'll design a law and think, okay, this is going to work fine. And then we, in our minds think, okay, this is how the insurance companies are going to proceed. And the law will work fine with that. And then later we'll find out that, well, how we thought the insurance companies were going to proceed isn't actually how they actually do proceed. 
And then we need to go back and, and change the law. So really, I 100% agree with you that consumers really should advocate for themselves in a way. Um, and I would say the first instance, they should, if they're comfortable, is, and you know, advocate to the insurance company. But if they're not, it, or, or they don't, if they're not getting anywhere, then they can advocate to the department. And we're absolutely will will spend our, our director of consumer services, Keith Nyan, and he spends a lot of time just explaining things to people and, and, and making sure he understands where they're coming from and, and their issue. And then we try to get to the best result possible. Now, it isn't always possible. Some issues, it's just not. Um, it's not covered and it's not something that that could be covered. But um, like, like, for example, homeowners in an auto are designed to never cross the line into each other. So if somebody, oh, I don't have auto insurance, but I want my homeowner's insurance to cover this. And that's like, well, no, that's an auto issue. So that can't, that won't be covered by your homeowners. So that we really can't change. That's a fundamental design of, of the, of insurance. But um, when we can change things, we absolutely are always interested um, to try to make things better. What am I missing on the current landscape when it comes to uh, this subject? The only thing we really, the only thing I would say um, we haven't, talked about is is med pay um which is and as i said a lot of these issues come out of the statute so i guess one thing um i would say and i was talking with emily and she explains to me but I'll, I'll steal it from her is that when you look at your auto contract so you have your auto contract and it gives you the liability coverage it gives you the, the physical damage coverage and it gives you the med pay and that is the easiest way to get um so if you have a deductible for example your health insurance or a copay you can, and it's a car accident and you're injured in the car accident, then you can use your own. It's your own policy then. It's a first party coverage. It's a no fault coverage. They don't care who's at fault. You can tap into that and the the, the auto carrier will, will pay for that um, for that uh, bill from the, from the health provider. And that way you're not out of pocket. And um, there's no subrogation right for that. So they just pay it and they don't try to get it back from anybody. So it's, it's, a, it's a really consumer friendly coverage that I'm not sure everybody knows about. Um, but I think that's probably the, the thing people should probably try to remember is that there is this med pay, med pay coverage, which is no fault. And you get to decide whether you want to use it. And when you do use it to make sure the money goes right to you, it doesn't even go to the health provider to make sure the health provider doesn't decide who's going to use it. It's supposed to be the insurance choice. Um, so it is, a, it is a very valuable coverage that I don't think a lot of people talk about that much. Um, but I think it'd be nice if they know that. I would say something else that people should know is that there's a that there's total losses can be pretty complicated. So they're not so an insurance company is not going to fix your car. Um, and in total loss, um, there's there's a, another rule. So if you're if, if consumers are having difficulty with the total loss, they don't think they're being paid enough, they can contact us and we'll absolutely go through how the rule works and how they're protected. Another um, issue I think that people should know about is rental coverage that um, sometimes the rental that you're entitled to can be broader under our actual laws that than, than the carriers sometimes provide. And they're not doing it maliciously. They just sometimes don't know about our, our particular laws because we have some um, pretty um, expansive laws on rental. Like if, if, if there's liability coverage, so somebody hits you and they're liable and their insurance company is supposed to immediately offer you the rental vehicle and you get the rental vehicle until your car's fixed. And then a lot of times insurers will put qualifiers on that that aren't supposed to be there. So we tell them, take those off. The person gets the rental car. Um, Cause obviously in New Hampshire, uh, if you, if, if you don't have a vehicle in New Hampshire, um, you can be in, um, you can be home a lot because uh, yeah, we don't have a lot of uh, public transportation. But, James uh, Fox, property and casualty director and Emily Doherty, property and casualty legal counsel over at the New Hampshire insurance department. Thank you so much for joining me.
Thanks a lot. Thank you. This sponsored segment is presented by the New Hampshire Insurance Department. New Hampshire Insurance Department is committed to protecting the public good by ensuring a safe and competitive insurance marketplace. So when things go wrong, the New Hampshire Insurance Department is here to help. Feel like you've been treated unfairly or have had a problem using your insurance? Contact the Consumer Services Division. So you can contact them at consumerservices at ins.nh.gov. That's at consumerservices at ins.nh.gov or call 1-800-852-3416. This is a free service offered to all New Hampshire residents. You're listening to the New England Take and WKXL. We'll be right back after this.